0: Hello, hello. This is a call out to all way showers, light lightworkers, patriots and truth seekers. My name is Fern, and I invite you to come and share with me a part of your journey as the world awakens to a reality that we did not even know existed. You all have a story to tell. What was your moment of truth? How did that affect you? Where are you now with what you know? And maybe most importantly, where are we going as humanity begins to heal and transform? My thoughts are, where we go one, we go all. Hello, Denise. How are you?
1: I'm doing very well, Fern. How are you doing today?
0: Yeah, it's been a really good day. I went for a massage. And it's been so long since I could do that, you know. But it's nice to see a few things opening up again. Yes, that's a good thing, right? Yeah, especially for our health care and our health services. Well, and self-care as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so... Well, welcome to this show with me today. And you know, I'm gonna start off with asking you a question about, with everything that's going on in the world right now, when did you first start to sort of become aware and things sort of start to click with you uh, about this unfolding?
1: Um, So do you mean just recently, or the path that I've been on for a very, very, very long time? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know, because the truth is, is that I find people
0: that are aware of what's going on are people that have been on the path of um, awakening for a long time, of spirituality, of, you know, exploration in the world, of, alternative ways to take care of themselves and to live their lives and uh you know different tools around that like I know for you personally you're you're amazing with the crystal bowls Mm -hmm. um and you know you have great knowledge and love and connection with crystals and astrology is it astrology that that Is that the right terminology I'd use for like, because we're going to talk about the the full moon that is upon us
1: right now. Yes. January 27th, I think it is. It's actually tomorrow, the 28th at uh, Alberta time, just at around noon at 12, 16 PM. Okay. Alberta time tomorrow is the full moon. So for me, Um, so thank you for clarifying that. So this way I know sort of where to start. Um, so yes, I've been, well, A, when it comes to astronomy, um, I've been interested in in the moon for, for as long as I can remember, I've always been a night person. Mm -hmm. Um, I always loved being up late at night. I grew up in Saskatchewan where it's very easy to connect with the night sky because there's not a lot of light pollution and also because um the northern lights if you've ever looked at a map of the northern lights you can always see how Saskatchewan just because of how the uh the aurora the ring of aurora how it goes around the earth that Saskatchewan is you know most of uh Saskatchewan is almost always within the band of where there's uh, uh, that auroral ring uh is Saskatchewan it, is contained within that yeah. yeah it's it's quite fascinating actually when you look at um when you uh, look at forecasts yeah. and you look at the auroral ring, because it's a ring that is at a certain distance from the magnetic North Pole. Yeah, um, yeah Saskatchewan is so, I, Saskatchewan is like smack dab in the middle of that, like all the time, right? So, I grew up with the Northern Lights a lot. So, connected, you know, had the, you know, growing up in small towns, easy to get away from light pollution and uh, almost, you know, seeing the aurora. And so, and then just always being fascinated with with the night sky. One of my most um, one of the memories that I have as a child is when I was at um, at uh, a camp that I used to go to uh, in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I could never fall asleep at night like everybody else. I was always tossing and turning, and because it was in the summertime in Saskatchewan, uh, it's always nice and warm, and Uh, one of my most fond memories growing up and going to camp uh, at that time in these warm summer nights is because I couldn't fall asleep. Instead of tossing and turning in my bed, I would go outside for a walk and there was this little dirt path. And it was uh, was out in the country, sort of near uh, Saskatoon. So not a lot of light pollution there. And I remember walking and I was 13 years old. And I remember walking and my feet are in the warm dirt and just there's grass is almost as tall as me and there's fireflies you know flitting around in the grass and then looking up at the moon and the stars and just how absolutely breathtaking it can be too oh
0: i got chills going down my spine when you were describing that
1: yeah it's very beautiful to realize that you know that you're you know when you start looking up at these celestial bodies like this you know realizing how small we really are as we partake this beautiful universe in front of us yeah and yet and yet how we we as a person are part of it all as well
0: yeah yeah the intermingledness so, of everything
1: yeah exactly and so from that time I've always been interested in the night sky and then uh um moved to Uh, Banff which again doesn't have a lot of light pollution it's easy to to get away from that and started driving nights and then did late night pizza delivery which allowed me to study the night sky throughout the entire year for you know over 15 years yeah so that's what really had me being able to study the night sky and then in um, 1995 um I bought my first uh SLR camera single lens reflex camera yeah. and just started photographing it of course started off with regular film and then moving over to slide film I know there's probably people listening who don't even know what that is <laughs> <laughs> uh, um but then uh, at that time I started just concentrating on photographing you know attempting to photograph the night sky Um, but also concentrating on the eclipses, lunar eclipses. Mm -hmm. So I've been uh, traveling uh, to photograph and, you know, sometimes internationally traveling to photograph. I've been specializing in nighttime photography, astrophotography and traveling to photograph lunar eclipses since
0: 1995. Wow. Denise, do you sell any of your work, any of your prints or anything?
1: Um, I'm working on it. Like I'm working on transferring some of my stuff from slide onto um, uh, get digitizing it. But that's a very interesting process. Um, yeah. And at the moment, I just I just basically do my stuff. My astronomy is uh, like uh, Earth based, so I don't do anything with like a telescope. I don't have a camera that hooks up to a telescope. Yeah. Uh, and no, I'm not. I'm not set for selling those. Not yet. But what I do, what I do do is I share a lot on Facebook and just letting people know when there's something special to see in the sky, because of course, there's always these you know, these planetary alignments and groupings and when there's a full moon and when there's a new moon, and I'll occasionally share about the energies that are coming along at that point in time. And I've been doing that long before Facebook, right? Yeah. Um, You know, I've been, but Facebook is, um, and other forms of social media are great ways of being able to share this information on a wider basis, right? Yes. And then um, with just And yes, I have been into crystals for a very long time as well. um, Well over 20 years for that as well. And um, I just find that there's so many energies out there that even though we don't necessarily, you know, physically, tangibly perceive them, there's always proof that there is still something there. Yes. And um, so and just being, you know, once you start really realizing that there's something beyond the tangible, um, you know, for myself, I've been, uh, you know, I, I can't remember the last time I had an office job. Um, I've always had sort of different sorts of jobs, right. And sort of allowed me to travel and allowed me to sort of pursue my, my passions and, and that sort of thing. And, um, So, again, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I've been on the path for a long time. And so, and just helping other people, you know, to show them different ways of how they could connect to that as well. But also, you know, one of the big things that, um, you know, coming up to the present to sort of bring this up to the present, Mm -hmm. um, one of the events that a lot of people will remember about is, of course, December 21st of 2012. Right. Yeah. And that was a, that was a very mm-hmm. big point in time. Um, reality, or pardon, humanity, had been holding the reality that you know with this whole hoopla around the the Mayan calendar and the fact that it was ending, which is not true. It's just a rollover date kind of thing, right? And it's not like one specific date. We know now that it's like years a, worth of process it's an unfolding of many
0: many years
1: yes exactly yeah. and it's an ending and an unfold you know it's an a ending beginning. and a beginning we're all rolled into one right and, and it's not just one specific date but but the thing is is that humanity had been holding that date for for you know especially you know within the decade before that but you know for decades humanity was holding that that's the day that the world was going to end mm-hmm. and And I actually held an event on that day in conjunction with other people around the world. Right. But I had an event in Banff. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I remember the day after. So of course this is, you know, the 22nd of December and being downtown and I remember very specifically that day, how happy everybody was. everybody was so happy and I could tell because I can feel things right from other people. You're very empathic. Yes. Yes, I am. And um, I could tell that everybody's like, because everybody was happy that the world was still here. People (laughs) were joking. People were joking about it, but they weren't. Yeah. Like they were really, because again, humanity had been holding the reality that the world was going to end on that date. And so they were very happy at that point in time that the world was still here. But what did happen on that day is the world did end as we knew it. Yeah, that old world ended, yeah. and we slowly but surely. So on that day, you can say that the that the world was reborn. So yeah. 2012 going into 2013 were like little babies, and then well, we can slowly. What's that? Um, Excuse me for interrupting, but I I
0: also metaphorically look at where we are and that was nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like we were birthing for nine years and we are coming into, I think now, you know, even more so than then, into a place where we are birthed in 2021, where we are birthing into a new type of world, a new type of society, a new type, a way of being. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that's right, but the, the nine months, the nine years just all clicked in my mind mm-hmm. because uh, the, you know, in, we both know that um, although time is an illusion and there is no such thing as time exactly with You know within our human experience we still perceive time and uh nine months nine years what whatever way that it is we're moving forward for sure
1: Mm -hmm. yes definitely and we're we're more accepting of things like if you look at where the world was you know a few years ago in you know in relation even to technology Right, like yeah. you know, look at the the advances in technology with, you know, cell phone technology, all that kind of thing. But just there's more and more people accepting of talking about crystals and talking about ast- uh, astrology, and you know, just the fact that there's a lot more people. You know, you know, twenty years ago, trust me, I was the only person out <laughs> there walking around at three o'clock in the morning at minus thirty, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now you know you go somewhere at night like a you know a particular location a beautiful location that somebody knows that the moon is going to come up there or you know the, you know or, or orion you know orion in the winter time yeah um there's going to be people out there taking photographs like it's and i think that that's that's what's been great about digital technology is it allows people to share that a lot more quickly um these beautiful things that they're seeing. So we're, you know, we're more and more connecting with these, with these aspects that um, we may not have, that we, you know, we poo-pooed before or yeah. went, oh, that's, you know, that's just yeah. all woo woo, like whatever, but there's more and more people accepting of that because there's more and more people, you know, so when we rebirthed, uh, you know, 21st of December, 2012, it's like now it's like, we're, you know, so you go to, um December of 2020 that's eight years there like now we're like children we're learning yeah. we're exploring we're growing we want to learn more we have the thir- uh, thirst for knowledge and we want to share it I mean think of any seven or eight year old nine yeah. year old absolutely <laughs> right yeah. running and jumping want to want to play
0: to- and have fun it. they want ex- to ex-
1: learn new things and try new things Exactly, and learning their self-expression because they're really coming into who they are, Yeah, right? And they want to explore that. And, and so you can think of humanity in that way as well. And, there's, and there are so many, one of the other aspects that people always talk about is they say, oh, well, there's so many bad things in the world right now. And I always tell them, I say, the only reason it seems bad to you is because you know about it. These, you know, these atrocities against humans, different, you know, peoples from different races, all this thing, these things have been happening for hundreds, thousands of years. We just know about it. We just know about it because of the internet, because of Facebook. But what I also always tell them is the only way you know how to fix something is when you know what's wrong. Yes. And And you have to be... You know, you have to be willing to look at it. You have to be willing to admit and you have to be willing to want to fix it. And again, humanity is stepping up to the plate on that in many ways, shapes and forms as well. It's really amazing to see what's happening in the world. Absolutely. More that was so are well up.
0: put, Denise. So well put.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So what's going on with this full moon at this very auspicious time? Are, is this the first full moon of 2021?
1: Because I know some months have two moons. Uh, this is the, uh, this is the first full moon of 2021. Okay. Oh, so okay. and it it's in the sign of Leo, mm-hmm. uh, which is the lion. And full moons happen when the moon is opposite from the sun because what the moon is doing is it is reflect reflecting the sun's light back to us and it is uh, full moon uh, again at twelve sixteen, so noon 16 on the 28th that's alberta time 28th okay. of january so uh and full moons are always great for shining light bringing light into the shadow side that's what full moons are good for so bringing light into the shadow side. So my
0: shadow yes. side, if it was something like a fear,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, like I, what, maybe I was afraid that I was going to get sick. Um, so that would just be a, a fear. So the light that comes in to illuminate that, what do I do with that?
1: Well, how does yeah. that mix together? Well, you have a choice. Do you want to ignore it and push it down? Or do you want to look at it, look at that shadow, look at the, yeah. that aspect of yourself? And do you want to do something about it? Are you willing to take responsibility for it? Another way of thinking of responsibility is your ability to respond. Right. So right. how you can respond to it yeah exactly yeah. so you know are you willing to and there's there's so much stuff happening right now the 2020 we're still not quite done with the energies of 2020 2020 was 2020 was a very very interesting year astrologers astronomer astrologers had been saying for a very very long time they knew that 2020 was going to be a very impactful year 2020 was uh, a year where all of the planets went retrograde and that doesn't always happen so retrograde yes. meaning they they go back oh from pardon from earth's perspective they move backwards but right. they also go back over energies and then when they move forward they actually go over those energies again from a from uh from a forward perspective but So when a planet goes retrograde, because we're literally about to go into Mercury retrograde here in a couple of days also. Mm -hmm. So we're in the uh, Mercury is the planet of communication. And um, so Mercury goes retrograde like three times a year. Um, But when, uh, so at this present moment, it's um, as all planets are actually moving forward for another, you know, couple of days here with this full moon, it would be really great to create intentions of what you would want to bring into your life. Right, because Because these energies are forward-moving. Everything's forward-moving at this point in time, yes. And so until it goes retrograde on Saturday, it's on the 30th at some point in time. And so when so with everything being forward at this point in time and the full moon shining light into all these areas that you might not be willing to look at perfect time to look at what's coming up for you and you know it, it's not just personal it's it's a lot of things right but right. you know where's the light shining and how do you want to transform that right or strengthen that like if you can connect oh, yes. with
0: the light that's coming in to this problem, how, you know, how can you strengthen that, open yourself up more, take some deep breaths, you know, go into meditation, read a good
1: book, hug your pets, (laughs) right? Yes yeah exactly exactly and you know so what sort of affirm? you know what do you want to create for yourself write it down on a piece of paper and when you write uh, intentions like this affirmations however you want to word it um, when it's at the at the moons it's super powerful at the new moons and full moons uh, it's powerful to write your intentions but you can create intentions for different points in time you could create it for two weeks until the next moon you could create it for a month to the next full moon. You could actually create it for six months because it's Leo full moon right now. You could actually create an intention for yourself or something that you would like to see happen by the Leo full moon that happens in the middle of the summer. So six months from six now. Months. Um,
0: I'm just going to ask a little clarification there because a friend of mine mm-hmm. explained this to me um a while back and i really liked it so she said like if we take this okay i want to go to a new moon that when there's a new moon that Mm -hmm. that's the most powerful time to set your intention so say this was six months ago when there was a new moon in leo leo yes and then you know i wrote down and set some intentions And that Mm -hmm. now that this Leo full moon is upon us, it is the bringing in and of those intentions that were set forth. And for myself, I really like that six month sort of rotation. I can Mm -hmm. write my stuff down and then go look at my paper and see what I I kind of put out six months ago. And yeah. And you're saying you can do that in even, you know, tighten up that time span, but I, uh, I, I, yes, you really can't work with that six month.
1: Right. Because sometimes when you want to make changes, it can take that long. Mm-hmm. Right. You have to, you look, you have to work at it implemented. They say that if you want to, you know, make a, a change within your habits that you have to do the, you know, you have to work on it for 21 days in a row. Um, you know so that's one aspect of the whole thing as well but because you can you can decide you know you can make the decision or you can choose to change something to transform it but there's always the fact that you were doing it a different way in the past and perhaps for a very long time so it's not always going to be easy to make an immediate change for something right right
0: Um, and you know I'm old enough to I've learned how to allow time and space in things. Yeah. And so when I put out intentions um, I don't need them right away, I'm not attached to that. I am okay to just sit and then relax and watch them unfold around me and then recognize them when they're actually unfolding around me. And truly I can say that some things don't always take six months And I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember when I put that out, Mm -hmm. you know, but, uh, it's kind of like a little moment when there is a new moon and a full moon that I deliberately take the time and action to put forth and to receive.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, exactly. And so, uh, with, with reference to what you were saying about new moons, new moons are excellent for planting things that you want to grow. Right. Because remember that when you plant a seed in the ground, the only way that that seed can grow is it grows in the dark of the dirt. Yeah, and it actually breaks itself down in order to become something new.
0: Oh, I love that analogy. Yeah. Right.
1: So new moons are excellent for planting intentions. Yeah. Um, full moons, they say, are great times for letting things go. Because when you're going from the full moon to a new moon, the moon is waning; it's it's dying, right? The energy Mm -hmm. is dying. Mm -hmm. Um, So, hence, why it can be super powerful to create a two-week intention. Yeah, to see what you can, to see what what has transformed in that two weeks that you set for yourself, and then plant an intention at the new moon to maybe transform it even more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then there's all kinds of different things that you can do with the different moons. Like this is a, this is a fire. Leo, Leo was a fire sign, you know, create your intentions and burn them. Right. And then maybe burn. I like to create uh, you know, write down intentions on a piece of paper. And then I have my little thing like that. I smudge my little dish that I smudge with. Yeah. I will write the intention. I will You know, speak it out loud, and then I will burn it. And then sometimes I'll burn like a little bit of sage afterwards, or I might spray some sage—pardon, sage—my spray some sage uh, spray on myself, or or what have you, right? Like whatever works for you, right? Yeah. Um, But a lot of people are not aware of like these little intricacies, right? Mm -hmm.
0: It's like everybody's aware of the full moon, but you know, a lot of people I've know. They're like, yeah, so what does that mean? <laughs> like, it, they, they don't connect with it. Right. And, um, but they're powerful energies in our life.
1: Well, you have to consider <laughs> that the moon affects water, that is proven scientifically when you look at, at, at tide charts. Right for around the world, and when there's an when there's an eclipse, which is when there are eclipses, that is an extreme lineup of our celestial bodies, uh, lunar eclipse, solar eclipse, because everything is in a st- is in a straight line. The ent- the energies are more intense. Yeah, and it, that affects tides as well. Okay, so you can't tell me that um, that the moon and the planets don't affect. Water, because, and not only that, we're over, depending on who you talk to, you, you hear all these different numbers, anywhere from 65 to 80% water. Yes. But we are made up of a lot of water. So of course it affects ourselves. And and I'll tell you something, <laughs> I worked late night pizza delivery in Banff for, for 10 years And I can tell you, matter of fact, that the moon affects people's behavior.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um.
1: Life under a microscope, working late night, late night pizza delivery in Banff. Oh, my gosh. Because you get people there from all over the world, right? Yeah. And and it's you know, different pretty high cultures. energy anyway to begin with. Oh yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, Banff is a very high
0: energy, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> very much. Yeah.
0: So anything else that you know you might like to share with people about you know the full moon and, and uh, how that that is affecting us, what they might want to play with, how they might want to understand it any resources where they might want to go look up things so that they can bring the benefit of mother nature like this is a way we're becoming totally tapped in to other energies that are Mm -hmm. around us right yes it's it's like when you go for a walk in the forest like Mm -hmm. you know there might be all kinds of scientific reasons and things that happen but man when you walk out of that forest and you just you can just feel how everything is more settled in your whole body and your clarity and what you want to do and what you want to eat. And um, so for myself personally, I go into the forest with that intention or go for a walk with that intention. And so, you know, with the full moons, we can play too, right? We can, we can use the energies of the cosmos and the moons and and uh, bring more joy and understanding and wisdom into
1: our own life with it. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, there's all kinds of different things that you can do. Um, even just taking the time to, because the energy is so high right now, at, well, at new moons and full moons, when the energy is high like that, to use that as a time of introspection um, you know, again, creating an intention or affirmation for yourself, uh, allowing yourself to, you know, to look at an aspect that you want to transform for yourself or not just transform, but what do you want to give gratitude for? Mm-hmm. So just, you know, taking that time for yourself when the energy is so high, you know, you wa- the water is up in your body with the, with the, with the energy of the, of the moon. Um, to take you know that, just that little bit of time for yourself. Like you say, walk in the forest. what I love to do when I go for a walk in the forest because mm-hmm. you're connecting with nature is if I have anything on my mind, mm-hmm. I actually will speak it out loud when I'm walking right. in the forest, yeah. right? Because when you when you're sitting there and you're and you're thinking about things within your own mind, it's just rattling within your own brain, right? Yeah, But if you're walking, somewhere in a forest like that you're speaking it out loud and it's coming into your ears from the outside yes and it's amazing how much that can transform the energy of the problem or whatever it is that you've been dealing with because you're you're hearing it from the outside coming in instead of just rattling around on the inside I love that that's brilliant And you're giving it to Mother Nature. You're giving it to the earth. You're giving it to the trees. You're giving it to the birds. Yeah. Um, Now, depending on where you're walking, be careful because there could be animals out there. So just be really smart about this. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There is that aspect as well. Um, uh, For myself, if it's a clear sky, I love being able to connect and look up at the moon. I just... And in the wintertime, oh my gosh, if it's clear and it's full moon, yeah, there's a reason I fell in love with the full moon in the wintertime. Yeah, I remember that night very well. You know, the way that the light glistens off of the snow, it's Mm -hmm. like so beautiful. It's like. It is. And it's so bright. Yeah. It's amazing how bright a full moon is in the wintertime where there's snow. Yeah. It's so, it can be so bright. You can literally distinguish color. Yeah, yeah. So bright. Uh, A couple of other ideas for around uh, new moon, full moon. So we've covered intentions, um, uh, you know, focusing or meditating on a certain aspect, um, taking a walk in nature. Um, Also a really powerful thing to do during moon, again, having to do with water is taking a bath. And uh, what they call a sole bath. Uh, It's spelled S-O-L-E, yeah. But it's pronounced sole. Okay. And it's where you take uh, Himalayan pink salt. Yeah. And there has to be. There's very, very specific ways of the water temperature is supposed to be the same as your body temperature, so you don't feel. I guess sort of like a float tank, but you know. bath in your bathtub but just a lot of salt and that really helps to um to purify the body as well and just um what i like to do when i do a bath like that is i also like to speak uh, into the water so as i mentioned before taking a walk in nature and speaking it out into the trees and nature and the birds and all of that yeah when you're taking a bath speak into the water right and I mean, you can literally talk into the water, but I'm saying you're just, you're, 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 you're allowing yourself to be with yourself. There's so few points in time these days where we actually take time for ourselves. We're so busy. We're on our phone. We're on our computer. There's all this stuff going on. We're being bombarded from all these, you know, from all these sides, just take time for yourself. And so speaking into the water, really powerful during uh, any moons having to do with water as well right this Would happens put, to be I'm this sorry, happens what? to be a this happens to be a fire one mm-hmm. this is a fire leo is fire so uh, even tomorrow um you know speak into the sun speak into the sunlight right okay. now is you know the time of year where we don't have a lot of sunlight Um, You know, speak into the sun or even speak into the moon, because the moon is literally a reflection of the sun's light. Correct. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, there's there's many ways. Um, Crystals, they say the crystals are really great to charge on a full moon for sure. They love they love going on little adventures. (laughs) I love collecting my crystals up and putting them all on a tray, bringing Mm -hmm. them outside.
0: And then when I bring them back in the house, I put them all in different places because it's Mm like, yeah, you can be over here with this guy and and you two can co-create over here in this corner.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Totally. Uh, A really good crystal for right now would be citrine. Okay. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, citrine, because it's very, very connected to the sun energies. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so Mm -hmm. that um, selenite connects with the moon. That's literally where the name selenite comes from is Selene, one of the goddesses of the moon. Um, that's so selenite. No? Uh, the thing with citrine, because it's really connected to the sun energy is uh, it's been said that you can't really sleep in the same room with it because it contains so much sun energy. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but citrine is very, very good. It, it's a citrine is a, is a type of quartz, uh, but it's very good for cutting through for cutting through what's not working. So, and the the basic message that I'm getting about this moon, about this Leo full moon yeah. is, uh, you know, as I shared, 2020 was a very, very big year um, uh, astrologically and astronomically, because there was a lot that went on, but, um, and we're still sort of riding the wave. Um, our, this last solstice that happened here, of course, was that very, what they called the greater conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, Um, I'm I'm hoping that a lot of people got to see them um, as they were joining together, the uh, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, they were very close together, but especially on the 21st. Um, We're still actually riding that wave, that was like the crest of the wave, and Mm -hmm. we're still on the the, um, the aftermath of that wave, so there's still a lot of um, energy that uh, is happening for us yeah that was powerful very yes powerful. very very powerful and yeah. there's still lots of powerful aspects happening but you know with this full moon right now and then the next new moon that happens here in two weeks uh, is the uh, uh chinese new year yeah uh, chinese new year is always on the uh, the first new moon uh, after capricorn so um uh, you know, so we're still riding that that solstice, greater conjunction wave through into the middle of February. And so in, case, still... anyone, in case anyone missed it
0: uh, or would like to just go back and, and look at it again, you can go online and look at pictures of it and mm-hmm. see it oh. up in the sky and how it's laid out and, you know, what it means and, all. yeah, so even though we're a few weeks later now, it's, it's easily to
1: access. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's all, there's all kinds of pictures. You can, space.com is is a really great site for looking at pictures like that. There are some people who were able to get pictures of the, um, some of the moons of Jupiter. Wow. Which is just fascinating. (laughs) <laughs> right so yeah it was uh, it was a uh, it was a beautiful thing to be able to see and and you know sort of going back to what I was talking about earlier how looking up at the night sky it's so amazing to be able to see that from our perspective these two planets that are millions of miles away yeah and yet from our perspective they look like they're right beside each other that's pretty cool crazy eh? Yeah. yes exactly So now how's that
0: uh, going to impact us as we're moving forward into 2021 still?
1: So there's uh, the thing about 2020, exactly what I talked about before, how the only way you can fix something is when you know what's wrong. Mm -hmm. 2020 was kind of like a squeeze year that showed that really, really, really put the highlight on what's wrong. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing, but, I, but I'm not. Um, <laughs> I know. Because it, re- it really did. It really showed what's not working. And so 2021 is, you know, looking at all of that. What didn't work for you? Where can you go from here? What can you do? What can you change? What do you want to transform? Um, with the Leo New Moon, another thing that I've come up with is that you know, what makes you roar? What makes you happy? What mm-hmm. brings you joy? What makes you, you know, throw your head back in laughter and, you know, you know, swing your mane of hair back and forth like a lion would when it roars, right? What, what brings you joy and bring that into this new year for yourself? You know, what doesn't make you roar? What brings you down? Get rid of that, transform it. Yeah, and and sometimes transforming it sometimes merely means just a different state of mind. Yeah,
0: yeah, a different perspective. You know, sometimes even just leaving the room and going into a different room.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: I think I mentioned uh, to you that I went for a massage today. Mm -hmm, Yes. When I was on the massage table, my uh, my lady. She's like, you know, your heart energy. She said, I'm really feeling that there's something there within your heart energy. And uh, I said to her, I said, I understand what you're talking about because I feel like it's a lion's energy. And I said, I'm not mad. It's not like a roar of like anger, but it it is an energy in my heart that no." This must stop. No, we are moving forward. No, I want to see the creation of the world uh, unfold differently than it has in the past. And so it's interesting how you're talking about the Leo energy, because I really felt that today, mm-hmm. felt like that mama lion, but I just, in my strength, in my steadfastness.
1: Exactly. 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 I'm
0: going to enhance that the next couple of days before it goes in retrograde.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So amazing time to, because it's, it's actually quite rare as well when all planets are forward motion. Mm -hmm. It, It, I think we've had about 10 days. I can't remember. I have it written down somewhere. I think we've only had about 10 or 12 days where everybody's been forward motion so fabulous time to write down what you want to, what you want to create and, and, you know, what sort of a structure you would want to create for yourself for this year. Again, with what I just said about what didn't work for you, what do you want to transform? You know, what do you want to take on? What do you want to, you know, and make a six month window first and write it down, write it down somewhere where you can look at it in six months. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I have a special
0: place that I put these mm-hmm. in so exactly. that for me to access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so what about going forward now? Is there anything that No, I think you've pretty much gone over it all?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like like I say, for the next three weeks or so, we still have some pretty tough aspects happening um, with the different planetary positions, um, and that's like this whole other dis- discussion, um, just because there's all these, right now with this full moon, like the last new moon, the new moon that happened two weeks ago, um, there was some... Fairly tough aspects. This is why I'm saying that 2020, the energies of 2020 aren't done yet. Okay. Uh, why we're still riding the wave and the great, the the greater conjunction. Uh, they call it a greater conjunction when it's Jupiter and Saturn because they're our largest planets in our solar system, so it's yeah. called a greater conjunction. Um, so again that was the crest of the wave we're still dealing with you know the 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 um aftershock of that um so the last new moon there was you know these hard aspects with different planetary uh, this uh, full moon again there's hard aspects again like we are really really being asked to look at what's not working and do something about it yeah like and if we don't do something about it it's going to keep coming up yeah And in a way that may not be so nice anymore. Yeah, I feel like there's a knock at the door right now, an invitation for us
0: to look at at uh, many things that we haven't looked at. Mm -hmm. And if we don't take the time to to stop and look at these things, yeah, they're just going to bulldoze through the door. so they're coming yeah yeah and yeah we can handle it whatever it is we really can handle it
1: yeah exactly yeah exactly yeah Yeah, definitely
0: well maybe denise we can get together next month at the next full moon and and uh see how things are progressing and and uh see what that that energy is
1: is all about we could definitely do that that would be awesome yeah well, thank, thank you, you for so much for that.
0: your time. Is there anything that else that you would like to say before we close?
1: Uh, just, you know, if you can get out there, connect with the moon, even if it's for just a couple of minutes, and uh, just really connect with that energy. And again, just take even if it's just that two minutes of taking time just for yourself. Yeah, to connect and just be and you know, make sure your phone's not with you or turned off or whatever, just allow yourself to just be, uh, and, um, allowing yourself to take this point in time to honor who you are truly and who you truly want yourself to be.
0: Wow. Beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you have right. a wonderful- my pleasure and yourself as well. Happy full moon. Thanks Denise. Bye-bye. Awesome. Bye.